Hey everybody, today is Thursday, December the 16th, and um, I just have to give my little banter before we get started. I'm very excited. Uh, all the inspections um, have been done, and it looks like what we were most concerned about in this house that we're wanting to purchase is minimal. And it appears that um, all things are indicating that we are going to move forward with this purchase of this house and we will, um, God willing, close um, the 9th or 10th of January. And the people interested in purchasing our home are, cannot do anything until after the first of the year. So God in his graciousness um, has provided a way for us to stay right here and only have to move one time. We will be able to stay here and um, get the carpet put in the house. It's an older home, as I said, and it needs some carpet and paint and some um, things done. So we'll be able to have those things done while we're here and move only one time. And um, it's just awesome. I'm so excited. My husband and I are going out to celebrate tonight. Scott and I are celebrating tonight. And we celebrate high on the hall around here. I don't know how about y'all, but we go to Mexican. <laughs> we love Mexican and it's inexpensive. And um, so we're just going to go out and have a little dinner to celebrate tonight that this is just God's house for us. He saved it for us. And one day I'll have to tell you all the stories about how we know this is God's house. But anyways, we're very excited about it. Um, I just had to share because I know some of you have been, um, many of you have been praying for us and I thank you for that. And on that, I wanted to tell you how much I enjoyed the conversation from yesterday's uh, post. And I loved reading all of your rememberings and who fanned your flames and um, it was really fun to read how God has used different people in our lives to draw us closer to Him. Um, let your roots grow down into Him and let your lives be built upon Him. Then your faith will grow strong in the truth that you were taught and you will overflow with thankfulness and my heart is overflowing today that is for sure. Um, the lesson today is uh, one that is hard for me. Um, it's difficult for me not to talk about, but it's difficult me, for me to do. Paul warned Timothy more than once. And so the key verse here in 2.23, and this is 2 Timothy 2.23, he says, Again, I say don't get involved in foolish and ignorant arguments that only start fights. The reason that's difficult, it's difficult for me, is that I want to be right, and um, if I am right, I want everyone to know that I'm right, and I want to win the argument. That's just me, and it's interesting because I'm pretty much non-confrontational, but if somebody's going to confront me, and they're going to challenge me in an area where I know I'm right, I want to make sure that I make my point and um, at all costs. And there are times when, not as much now as I'm getting older, uh, I think a lot of things come, great wisdom comes with age of, of how to say things and how to present things and how to taper things and when to say something and when not to say something. All of that comes with just the blessing of, of time in our lives and experience. But I will tell you, there are times when I am going to die on a mountain of right or die on a mountain of righteousness. And regardless of how I say it or how it comes out or 
who I'm offending or who I'm speaking to, if I'm right, I am going to I am going to fight tooth and nail to be right. And I'm gonna I'm gonna just bring it to the I'm gonna take it to the mat. I will climb the mountain of right and I will climb the mountain of righteousness and I'm gonna stay there until I die. And there are times when being right is not worth or letting everyone know that you're right at something or in the righteous side of an argument, it's just not worth, it's not worth all that. And I think this wisdom that Paul has given Timothy is something that we all need to take part of because I'm sure I'm not the only one who wants to go to the map fighting for Christ, who wants to go to the map fighting for right and fighting for righteousness. But when we do that, I've heard this before many times and I've used the saying before, it's like arguing with a Pharisee. We're not going to get anywhere. There are some people that we're not going to persuade. There are some minds we are not going to change. And it's just not worth getting ourselves all worked up in a tizzy and getting our feathers all ruffled to be right. For what? Because we're not changing somebody's mind. In fact, we might be um, broadening the um, broadening the distance between us and that person. A very person, the very person that Christ may want us to be a witness to. Let me go shut the door. Um, and this is really hard, I, honestly, because I say that I have the Mullen stubbornness and I have the Barnett stubbornness from both of my parents. And it's hard, especially in marriage, especially in relationships, um, to not, I'm right. Um, but we have to be careful. And Paul gave us two words there in that next scripture, uh, the scripture down in, in 25. He says, um, gently, <laughs> and that's a word that is not used to describe me sometimes when I'm on my soapbox, gently instruct those who oppose the truth. Perhaps God will change those people's hearts and they will learn the truth. And I really, I was like, wow, God will change the hearts and perhaps they will learn the truth. That's not up to me. That's not up to you. We can get off our soapbox. We can get off and relax. And what we can do is live the righteous and the right life in front of those that we're wanting to influence to the right and the righteous way of living. But do it in a gentle way, not in a rebuking way, not in a know-it-all way, but just gently instruct them and, and point them in the right direction. And then if they get all bent out of shape, that's not our problem. It is up to God. And I just love that. I felt a lift today when I, when I read that. Well, yesterday, because I read the wrong day. But 
Anyways, and then he says again in um, 2 and 4-2, patiently correct, rebuke, and encourage people with good teaching. And he's talking about Timothy and Timothy's teaching, but I still thought that was a great point to reiterate 2.25, and that is just to be patient. And when rebuke, just correct in a gentle way by saying, well, that's not, I don't think that's right. Find better patterns and better words and slow to speak. Um, where did we read that in the last couple of days? Slow to speak and just think about things before we say them. And boy, I'm telling you, I'm the pot calling the kettle black because I want to respond quickly and I want to respond because I'm right. And um, like I said, sometimes I'll just die on the mountain and boy, it is a lonely place on the top of the mountain of right or the top of the mountain of righteousness. It's a lonely place many times. And we don't want to isolate ourselves for those who oppose the truth. We want to surround ourselves really with people that oppose the truth or don't know the truth so that we can be a light in the darkness. So just my message to myself is don't die on a mountain arguing with the Pharisee because it's not going to change their mind. I'm not going to change their mind. The only person that could change the mind and change the heart of a Pharisee or someone who opposes the truth is God. And so um, a very timely lesson for me always. When it, Anything that has to do with my mouth, I need to stand up and tune my ears to. Y'all have a great Thursday, and I will see you tomorrow, Friday, God willing, face to face.